Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. 1008 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is Will Marotti, your host, Will Marotti Show. Matt Sorois, our master of ceremonies in the uh, control booth, making sure the show stays on time, tempo. Taking your calls, 860-522-9842. Love to hear from you today. Uh, we've talked about a few things. We just got off this, uh, this lawn story that now... Uh, uh, climate terrorists are saying uh, you're 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 you should feel guilty if you have a lawn because you're contributing to uh, climate uh, destruction. Um, uh huh. And um, you know, lawnmowers are bad and trimmers are bad unless they're electric. Of course, it took it took fossil fuel something or other. To charge the battery in your electric truck. <laughs> However, and now here's on the electrical side. This is from CBS News. Shocking. Some electric bills will be up 70% this summer. You might want to sit down when you open your electric bill. Rates are high. Expect to go higher. Especially in places like Texas. You're going to get sticker shock. For some people, it's probably up to 50 to 70% increase, says Bruce Bullock the director of McGuire Energy Institute. If you're paying $100 a month now, you're going to pay $150 to $170. Again, this is this is parts different parts of the country, not everywhere. But turn your turn your lights off, go to LED lights, drop your therm or increase your thermostat if you normally keep the house at 70, if you got air conditioning up to 72, 73. Can you imagine 50 to 70% increase in electricity bills? Now, we're not going to get it. If you live in Wallingford, uh, no fear. You're not going to see that kind of increase in Wallingford. New, new, new. <laughs> Insane. So if you have a lawn, you should feel guilty about it. Do you mow it? Trim it? Not good. Here on the local front... Um, Remember, remember uh, a few uh, months ago, the uh, Lamont administration decided to give all state employees how much was it? You remember the bonus? Huh? Who was out there listening? You know how about how much is the bonus state employees got? All state employees, all forty-two thousand. How much was the bonus they got recently? How much? How much? 
860-522-9842. And the bonus was given for a specific, re specific reason, according to Governor Lamont. They wanted to try to stem the tide of people retiring. Mm -hmm. Well, this is from ctmirror.org. Just a week before to go before the most stringent pension limits will take place, more than 4,400 state employees have opted to retire. Now, do you remember how much the bonus was? I'm going to tell you in a second. I Obviously, I know how much it was. But I'm going to extrapolate this uh, among 4,400. 4, so to 4,400 employees to stem the tide of retirement, we paid out bonuses of $15.4 million to the, to the 4,400 that are going to retire. Are you kidding me? What a waste of money! If that was if that was true, I mean, I think it was I think it was blatant vote buying. I think that's what it was. But vacancy job rate in the state stands at seventeen percent, almost double of two years ago when it was eight to nine point four percent. Shrinking workforce has made it difficult for agencies to limit overtime. Report, a new report from the legislator's nonpartisan Office of Fiscal Analysis found general fund overtime spending of most agencies went up $20.4 million, or about 11%, during the first three quarters of the fiscal year, which began last July 1st. Overtime spending is approaching how much? $207 million. Mm -hmm. Overtime totals include all three branches of government and most higher education units, but exclude UConn's main campus and stores. Yeah, we're paying a lot of money. Gonna pay a lot more. We paid all those bonuses to keep the uh, keep folks from retiring. Well, it didn't didn't work too well apparently. Plus, they took the fifteen million and ran. Uh, the Office of Policy and Management. This is a different story now. Said earlier this week, the state has an eighty-six point two million dollars more than it had May twentieth. Means the state can transfer more than one hundred thirteen million a year for the next uh, into the pension fund. Into the pension fund. And reduce the pension fund. That is the largest unfunded pension fund in the country, is, is, is according to my understanding. So they're gonna they're gonna pay a little bit of money to the pension fund. <laughs> I, I mean you know what all I can do is yes. It's better, it's better than not doing it. But again, how about too little too late, folks? But that's fine. That's fine. Just go ahead and do it. We're we're okay with that. Um 860-522-9842. Love to hear from you today. We've got uh 
Um, here's an interesting, interesting statement that just came to my attention. This uh, hot off the press. I mean, seconds ago from Themis Claritus, the Connecticut Republican Party's endorsed U.S. Senate candidate. In response to a recent statement by the Biden Blumenthal <laughs> on the, the crisis at the southern border, and fentanyl is an epidemic that's that's impacting all of our lives, said Claritus. There's over 108,000 overdose deaths in the United States last year, so give a portion for fentanyl. Overdose is now the, the leading cause of preventable death in those 1845. Ahead of suicide, gun violence. We have more people dying in Connecticut, the United States. We have more people dying in the United States from fentanyl overdose than gun violence. Where's Chris Murphy? Border security is the first order is a first order imperative for our government, but Biden and Blumenthal have gotten it wrong. There's no other reason than to protect our children from accidentally overdosing or trafficking fentanyl. We must be we must do better. Ending Title 42, reinstating the migrant protection protocols and asylum agreement, utilizing extradition treaties to prosecute transnational criminals. All things we should do. But, Themis says, if, if Blumenthal and Biden won't take these steps, we need new leaders who will. Well, thank you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, uh, let's go to Rocky Hill and Eric. Eric, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, big $2,500 check, baby, and another 1000 in July. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? If it's their best three years for retirement, it gets calculated into the retirement for the sure. rest of their lives. I mean, I thought Very the bonus the bonus was supposed to keep people from retiring. I thought that was the whole thing to to stem the tide of retirements this year, but apparently it hasn't worked. Yeah, big scam. Yeah. Well, are we surprised, oh. Eric? Are we surprised? Uh, not at all. Doesn't not sound at all. Like you are. <laughs> go Thank go you. Connecticut unions. Yeah, gotta love absolutely, them. Eric. Thank you so much. Yeah, so uh, so Thomas is being very critical of Biden and Blumenthal regarding the lack of a conscious <laughs> southern border policy. I'm glad. I'm glad. I agree. I agree. I, I think, if nothing else, I think the Republicans should start talking impeachment. I think some should start talking treason. Because Joe Biden is not protecting the American people by having this open border policy, letting tens, hundreds of thousands of people come in. We don't know who they are. A lot of them criminals. Letting them just walk right in. No consequence. I think it's a horrible misuse of the president's authority to allow this to happen. And I think he should at least... There should be at least talks of impeachment, and I think at, at, at really think that there should be talks of treason. 
because he's not protecting the American people. He's endangering the American people by letting all these people we don't know come into the country illegally against the law. He's breaking, he's willfully breaking, aiding and abetting and breaking the laws of the United States of America. All right, we're going to take a quick break, commercial, come back, we'll take your calls. And uh, 860-522-9842, Jazz Shaw at 1035. Always be entertaining. Jazz is always good to talk to you from hotter.com. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be coming right back. WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, 1022. Thursday edition of the Will Marotti Show right here, WTIC News Talk 1080. Um, let's go right to the calls. Let's go to Branford and Dave. Dave, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh, Pastor Will, I have a comment on the lawns. Yes. Uh, I think maybe out of the Bible, moderation in all things. One of the things I hate about the green weenies is their issue is the only issue that they consider. Mm. And so while, uh, you know, if you maintain your lawn like a golf course with all the fertilizer and the pesticide and the water, that might be a little bit harmful. But pretty much what they want to do, which is go to the meadow-style lawn, yeah. we would be so infested with ticks. Oh, gosh. Uh, they always leave that part of the equation out with the Powassan virus and the hantavirus from the rodent droppings, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It would be a nightmare for the world as it would come to be if no one had a lawn to hold back nature. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think mosquitoes would be worse at night. The mosquito, you're, you're absolutely right about that. And I, I don't like the way, you know, the court that you put in your lawnmower every once in a while, yeah. and sometimes they'll spin out your lawnmower pollutes more than, the, the average modern new car driven 15,000 miles. You know that's not true. Well, a, a car driving 15,000 contributes to climate change a lot more than the court in your lawnmower every once in a while. And I well, just want to stick again, that out. I, I think the, these guys will stop at nothing. I'm, this is the first time I've ever heard, you know, I've heard, you know, obviously livestock uh, adds to climate change and humans. I've never heard lawns before. This is the first time I've actually read a story at any length, that now lawns are the problem. You know, I mean, they just there's no there's no limit to this, folks. Again, the excessive maintenance, all yeah. the fertilizer and yeah. all the pesticides and all the water, that's right. not a good thing. Right. Uh, it, it does use up vital resources. But an ordinary lawn where the kids can play. Yeah. How about the mental health benefits of the kids playing baseball or lawn croquet sure. as opposed to running around in a, you know, a thorn-infested, tick-infested, rodent-infested meadow. Well, you know, we need some of that, but we don't need everybody's backyard like that. That's a bad thing. Yeah. It's bad for your health. It is, Dave. I, I completely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, let's go to Avon and Armin. Armin, welcome to the show. Morning, Pastor Will. Thank you for taking my call, and sure. thanks for pointing out that article. Mm-hmm. I read it, and I looked at the comment section, and I found some interesting info. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll look for your opinion. Don't you find it funny that the politicians and the green people never mention recreational boating? There was a reference in there that talked about a 32-foot Sea Ray has a 158-gallon tank, and it uses 14.5 gallons per hour to go 11 miles per hour. Now, (laughs) I would think that's a lot worse than a lawnmower. What about you? I'm guessing. Well, they never talked about their jets either. They don't right. talk about so, the private planes. Don't talk about their boats, their yachts. None of that stuff. Oh, that, that, that's off the table. We can't talk about that. Right. Probably, so, yeah. Isn't that funny that all the politicians 
live along the coast, yeah. and they they have recreational water vehicles yeah. and yachts, yeah. Yeah. but evidently those don't pollute. <laughs> Armin, it's a great point. I, I tell you, um, it, it's hard to. It, well, it, you know, it's just so typical, right? Rules, rules for thee, not for me. I mean, they just they just do what they want. They say what they want, and it's it's always our fault somehow. We, you pay the taxes; it's still your fault. So uh, I, I say we throw down the gauntlet. I'll yeah. get rid of my gasoline-powered lawnmower if yes. they get rid of their boats and yachts. Amen. I'm with you on that one. I'm 100 percent there. I'll sign a petition. Uh, and and make sure you go to uh, social media and hashtag I, I love my my yard. My lawn. Love my lawn. Thank you. Um, 860-522. Let me just check and see if anybody else has joined me in that. If we if we have it tre- trending yet. Are we trending? Are we trending for I love my lawn? Um, yeah, we've got some I love my <laughs> You guys are awesome. We're, we're, tre- we're going to get this trending on Twitter. Here's the deal. Hashtag love my lawn. That's what you want to do. Hashtag love my lawn on Twitter. Let's get this thing trending and, and show the show the folks what we think about our lawns. Uh, real quick, before we go to the 1030 break, we'll go to George in St. Louis. George, you got about 90 seconds. Yeah. Hi, Pastor Will. Uh, I got some suggestions on your air conditioner. I'll cut down on your electric. Yeah. Uh, make sure your uh, filters are clean. Yes. Uh, shut off your outside uh, uh, condenser and clean that with a hose yeah yeah let it let it dry for a while yeah before you kick the um, kick it back kick the uh, the power back, the on, yeah. back in mm-hmm. yeah. up, up, i i put this in upstairs where in the crawl space i have a, a circulating fan that cuts down on the uh, 160 degree temperatures that okay. farm up there with yeah. the heat okay. uh one of those is, is nice to have good and yeah you to, to bump up your thermostat just a little bit, if you you know whatever you can tolerate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that'll cut all of these. All I'll tell you, if you mentioned filters, I know for a fact filters are a leading cause of either air conditioning malfunction or not functioning to peak performance. And so, absolutely, air filters are 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 key to a proper HVA system function, right? Oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. there was an era. Uh, evolution of grasses mm-hmm. that, that bumped our that bumped our oxygen levels up to twenty one percent. You need grass. Yes. The yes. environmentalists, the environmentalists uh, uh, they're the ones that ought to be choked off uh, and 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 <laughs> annihilated. But well, there was an air of grass. Is the yeah. reason that evolved man evolved in the first place. Well, we we do, we need grass. We like grass. George, thanks for your call. Appreciate. It. All right, gonna take a break. News, commercials, then we'll be back with the weekend editor of HotAir.com, Jazz Shaw. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. Ten thirty nine. Uh, we're gonna have Jazz Shaw in just a moment. HotAir.com. We got some uh, amazing stories to talk to uh, to Jazz about. Um, I may even throw the the lawn. It's not his story, but I may throw a lawn story at him. See what he thinks. He's a. I'm sure he has a lawn. If he feels like he's a terrorist, a climate terrorist, but. Uh, um, but really, I mean, there's no there's no shortage. I mean, they have every every time you turn on Democrats are blaming somebody else for something, whether it's. Um, you know, gas prices, supply and demand problems, 
always somebody else's fault. It's Putin's fault. It's apparently, apparently there was a, a, a snafu yesterday. I think it was the, uh, the Treasury Secretary. No, not Treasury Secretary. Yeah, it might have been Treasury Secretary said that um, the, uh, the inflation is bad and, and did not believe it was Putin's fault. That that be in fact contradicted the president, contradicted the president, and said that uh, the economy was already things were all inflation was already taking place long before uh, Putin invaded. Isn't that something? One of his own guys uh, is being is contradicting the president. That's something. Joining us now on the hotline, the uh, weekend editor from HotAir.com, the always interesting Jazz Shaw. Jazz, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brother Will. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, before I get into the things that you posted, I just want your general opinion on this story. Uh, now, 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 all experts are pointing to lawns as a primary source of, of, of problems with climate change. If you have a lawn and at least 40 million acres in the United States are covered by lawns about the size of Georgia, um, you're, you're actually hurting things. Because you're 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 growing grass first of all, it's a problem. Second of all, you're mowing it, so the tremendous pollution that lawnmowers cause, uh, and then uh, fertilizers, horrible, horrible fertilizer problem. So, uh, do, first of all, I guess my first question: Do you have a lawn, and do you think you're contributing to the problems of, of climate change? Uh, yes, I do, and clearly, I'm a monster. Um, so, you know, yes, I, I have a lawn and I, I pay a kid that comes over to mow my lawn with my lawnmower. And oh, so you're an employer. You're, you're causing, you're causing even worse problems because you're, you're abating those to create problems. Yeah. And he's a miner. So I'm yes. actually abetting uh, a miner to, uh, to help destroy the climate. So yeah, I, I guess, you know, I should just hang my head in shame. Are, are you, I, I don't think you are cause I'm not surprised by the the absolute lack of boundaries the climate terrorists will, will pursue. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. No, I, I'm really not surprised by anything. I have an article coming up a little later this morning, and if anybody wants to keep an eye out for it, yeah. 
You know what the next big target is uh, for the climate activists? No. And it has nothing to do with fossil fuels this time. Really? Concrete. Concrete is uh, <laughs> causing global warming and yeah. causing carbon emissions, and we need to stop using concrete. How, help me understand. What's the, what's the active ingredient in concrete that's causing? Uh, the process where you make the cement, which is the key component in yeah. concrete that makes it stick together, yeah. uh, they have to heat up a couple of compounds to fairly high temperatures uh, to make them bind, and then it makes yeah. the binding agent that you yeah. use. And in the process of doing that, it gives off some carbon emissions. Oh. And also, after you pour it, when it starts uh, to set, yeah. it gives off carbon emissions while it's setting as it cools down. Sure. Sure. So that adds up to, uh, I think they said, 7% of the total carbon emissions. But what they don't mention until the very end of the article is the United States is only responsible for 7% of the total concrete carbon emissions. China is responsible for more than 50. But we're the problem. And, and of course, we should lead the way. Of course, you remember yeah, it wasn't too long ago they were saying they're, they're telling architects to design buildings without windows. Remember that? Particularly oh, in yeah. New York. New York City, you should, should not have windows in buildings because it adds to climate change. Now they're saying the concrete that makes the building. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, unbelievable. All right, let's go to one of your stories. This uh, from yesterday out in, in beautiful California. Where you know Biden blames everybody on on the economy, on the fuel prices, everything is Putin's fault. But apparently, Gavin Newsom and company in California are going going after a new target. What's that all about? Oh, good lord, Gavin Newsom and his friends. You know what? You're you're catching me off guard. I don't even remember what I wrote in that article. I'm okay, so well let me let me. Uh, all right, so California to investigate oil companies. To see why their gas is so expensive. Oh, right. Yeah, that that one. Yeah. It's not – it's indirectly related to climate change, really not so much. It's just the gas prices. Yeah, just the gas prices. It's not Putin's fault. It's the oil company's fault? It's the oil company's fault, yeah, because uh, oil costs too much, I guess, Um, which isn't directly tied to the price of gasoline. There's a whole bunch of factors involved. But, yeah, they, they want to say the uh, greedy gas uh, oil companies should charge less for gas. First of all, oil companies don't sell gas. They sell oil, and refineries take the oil, and they sell gasoline to gas stations. Minor. Sell it. Minor point, Jazz. Come on. Uh, yeah. I just don't. But, you know, you know they, California has far and away. The highest gas taxes in the oh, country. Sure, nobody sure, nobody yeah. else is even close. Right, right. If you want to ask why California's gas is so expensive, maybe you should look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it, though. Honestly, it wasn't two and a half years ago that gas was hovering around $2 a gallon, $2.10, $2.15, and And why weren't the greedy oil companies exercising their... their uh, insatiable appetite for profit then they waited they waited until putin invaded i mean i i don't understand their reasoning thanks to pressure from the government from the environmental lobby uh a whole bunch of people there, there are so many factors that are at play here um as soon as biden came in he made it very clear that uh he was going to as he said end fossil fuels 
And immediately the nice. Keystone Pipeline got canceled. There's been three rounds of permits for uh, drilling permits that have been canceled. And as I wrote in the article, the oil and gas industry, they're not stupid. They, they were listening, and they believed what he said. <laughs> and guess what? We've lost seven refineries in the last four years. We now have fewer refineries than we had in 2016. That's the last time the number of refineries was that low. And the CEO of Chevron came out this week when he was asked in an interview, and he said it's his firm belief there's never going to be another refinery built in the United States yeah. because the government has made it clear that they're basically going to be as much as possible outlawing the product that the refineries make. Building a refinery costs billions upon oh, billions no, of dollars. Yeah, it has to run for decades to even right. make that money back. Right. Nobody's going to invest in that knowing that society is being pushed in a direction where nobody's going to be buying the product and they're going to lose money on it. So that's it. No more refineries. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's helpful. Uh, <laughs> that'll sure bring the price down. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll fix everything. Gosh. All right, next story. A couple days ago, it says, shocker, rise in Philly carry permits leads to a rise in justified homicides. Um Having to do with the the peaceful summer of 2020, there was an increase in in permit applications. What's what in the world is going on in Philadelphia? Yeah, they were they were overwhelmed uh, when the summer of love came along, and it never slowed down after that. Mm-hmm. People were realizing that they weren't being protected anymore; they were going to have to do something, and so there was a huge spike in applications for uh, pistol permits, and they were very slow processing them. Uh, in that area, but they finally caught up and they cleared it. And there is now a huge, larger number of lawful, lawfully owned weapons right. in the Philadelphia area. Right. And people have them and they get permits and they've been carrying them. And they listed a whole bunch of examples of, mm-hmm. of people who were accosted and there were no police around to help them and attacked by armed robbers and things. And they just shot them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there was like three times as many uh, what are termed justifiable homicides because yeah. those people were not arrested and not prosecuted because the cops looked at him and went, yep, I would have shot yep. him too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's, that's what I would have done. Well, that's interesting because there's a story uh, this morning, uh, a big case that we're waiting for the Supreme Court, and it's, and it's a case that's taking on what is believed to be the unconstitutional New York carry law because they're saying that, that just came out while you were talking. That, the, that was oh, just released. The decision came out. Yep. What was it? Tell us. They, yep. they stuck the law down. They knocked they it down. Unconstitutional. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's right in your state. So that's a big deal. That's that's New York. You know, it was so crazy because they said even if you just even if you qualify to carry in New York, unless you have a, a, a justifiable reason to carry, you can't get a permit. So there's plenty of people that could get permits but would be turned down because they didn't have the right you know, reasoning, but that's been struck down by the Supreme Court, you're saying. Yeah, and CNN is, is exploding over that right now. This is terrible. Look at all the mass shootings. Now everybody's going to be yeah. walking around with guns in Central Park. I just heard that quote yeah. on CNN. Um, here's the thing. The Supreme Court isn't saying you you can't force people to have a background check and get a permit. You just can't put on that extra layer right. and say that even if you qualify, you can't have one unless you can sow a special threat to your life. Right. A special need 
above and beyond anybody else, which nobody qualifies for. Right. right. Uh, you know, uh, maybe security guards do, but uh, th- that's about it. They're, they're still going to have to have, you know, do a background check and have sure. a permit. But if sure. they qualify, you have to give them the permit so they can purchase a handgun. So that's it. And the thing that CNN will never tell you is the vast, vast, vast majority of people walking around in New York with handguns that are concealed are already doing it today. And they don't have permits and they don't underground, undergo background checks because they're gangbangers. The right. people that go through the trouble of applying for a permit are not the ones knocking over liquor stores. Right. You know? <laughs> well, well, and to the point, I mean, here's a great – talk about dovetailing, right? So you do the story about Philadelphia, and they're saying this year alone, the number of justified homicides. This is where I have a gun. I, be, I get attacked. I shoot. Maybe I kill the person. The police investigate and say, yeah, you were, you were justified. You were protecting yourself. Just in Philadelphia, this year, that number of justified homicides has more than doubled. So right. apparently people in Philadelphia are protecting themselves. And guess what? You wouldn't have half of the nonsense you have in the subways, platforms, all this other stuff going on if you had people in New York that were able to carry and protect themselves because the police can't do it. The, the in my scenario opinion. that I was talking to somebody else about just this week on this, I said, I'm, I'm just trying to picture the the guy down in Harlem who's sitting there and thinking, you know, I was thinking about going over on Saturday and knocking over Billy's crack house when he's got a lot of cash and, uh, and product there and making a big score. But man, if the police find out I don't have a permit, uh, that might be too risky. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. That's the like, process. Right. They're all going through that. Yeah. Here you go. Nine, nine minutes ago. Yeah. Supreme court rules against New York's gun permit law. Well, that's a win for the Second Amendment, folks, and that's a win for people in New York. I think you ought to be able to carry and protect yourself, and particularly in New York. Right now, I don't blame this on the police. I blame this on the, on the whole defund movement, on the on the you know uh, uh, the de-mass incarceration movement. Everybody, you know, people get. It. I mean, this is a story in New York. There was a guy they had shot somebody. Uh, I think I think he uh, he was released, and he had just shot somebody two weeks before that. I got a story about it. I got a story about right here today. So I mean, this is this is so good that people can protect themselves, and 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 you know as well as I do, as you referred to jokingly, if you go to Chicago and check out who's doing all the murdering in Chicago, it's not legal law-abiding citizens, it's all criminals, it's all illegal, unregistered weapons. It's all black market, gray market weapons. They yeah. they don't go through the process, none of that. By the way, this isn't just good news for New York. I don't have the list in front of me, but there are seven other states that have virtually identical uh, burdensome laws for being able to, to get a carry permit. And uh, they were just admitting on CNN with great regret, of course, that those laws are probably going to fall almost immediately. So wow. similar laws exist. I'm reading this from NBC New York. Similar laws exist in California, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New Jersey, and uh, shocked Connecticut's not on the list. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have a carry permit, and I can carry, and I can protect myself if I have to. So we're grateful for that in Connecticut, at least. But um, I, I just, this is wonderful. This is wonderful news, particularly in spite of, of all the Republicans, the weak need Republicans buckling and voting for the red law uh, legislation that that may or may not get through the House. Um, but that, that's good news. I, I mean, we have, we have a lot to be thankful for today on that front. So, uh, so we'll see. All right. Do I have time for one more? Let's see. There's one more I, I had to talk to you about. Uh, and this was, uh, just today. 
Just today you published this. Serial looter freed again after 122nd bust? Is that possible? He was arrested 122 times? True story. Yep. Uh, 122 times total. 50 times this year alone, and it's only June. Okay? He was arrested on average one out of every four days for looting stores and taking stuff out. And this is right in New York City. This is this is in your New York where this is happening. Right in New York City. Yep. And uh, yeah, every four days. And this time the New York Post sent somebody with a video camera and they filmed the guy walking out of jail for the 50th time this year. And you could see the smirk on his face. He knew it was a joke. Well, that Lorenzo is going to be leaving. Lorenzo McLucas, 34. Now, he might be a candidate for this new uh, Supreme Court decision on the gun law. He might be uh, because he's going to attack somebody or steal something. Somebody might just turn around and shoot him. Because, yes, several times when he went into these very high-end stores and just started looting anything, on the rare occasions when a security guard or somebody, you know, approached him and wanted to do something about it, he brandished a weapon at them. Wow. You know, he, he's not on record as actually having shot anybody, mm-hmm. but he typically goes around armed. You, with his record, you know he doesn't have a permit. He would never pass it back. There's no way he could. There's no way he could. But but yep. the, this and now gonna... after this is passed, who knows? Somebody in the store, if they see him pulling out a gun while he's robbing the place, they might feel threatened, and yeah, he could have a problem. You know, I'd like to interview this guy right now and say now now in light of the the recent uh, Supreme Court ruling. Does this change your your methodology or your your philosophy at all in terms of doing all these robberies and and looting? Do you do you think twice now about it because you might possibly get shot now? I I would love to talk to him and see what his mind is on this. But uh, yeah, uh, well, we'll see if we can hook him up for an interview with you. That would be uh, or you can <laughs> interview him. That'd be wonderful. I, I I'd share the interview you do on him if you want to get a hold just, of the guy. Just hang out by the jail. He's probably yeah. He'll be probably be getting out a few days. days. <laughs> He can't make this up. Oh, Jazz, this is unbelievable. Hey, uh, as always, thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend, and and, uh, keep up your good work on hotter.com. Jazz Shaw. Thank you, sir, for having me. All right. Oh, boy, I tell you, this is is insanity. It really is. All right, hey, that's it. We're gone. I'm out. Have a great weekend. Stay. Enjoy. Great weather. Enjoy it. I love you guys. Thanks, Matt. Awesome job. Thanks, Jazz. All you guys that called in today, the Amen Choir, Love you guys. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.